Welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast, hosted by coaches Bill and Essen. With so many fitness fads and trends, compounded with hundreds of mixed reviews, it is nice to know that this madness can be simplified into meaningful content, whether you want to believe it or not. There are millions of Americans that are literally eating themselves to death, a learned behavior that has been passed down from generation to generation. Let's connect with the team that has the knowledge and experience to change this. Welcome, this is Coach Bill with Coach Eston, and today's segment is regarding cellulite. We all think we know what, what this is, what, what causes it. However, today we're going to discuss a little more detail how it commonly occurs in women and some strategies to control it, and even possibly get rid of it. Here to talk more about this is Coach Eston. Coach Eston, get away. Hello, hello, Bill. Hi. So thank you for that. So let's talk sure. about what cellulite is. Um, technically or anatomically, cellulite does not exist. It is not a tissue. It is a condition. The word cellulite actually comes from uh, French manufacturers of body moisturizer. I think it was back in the 1920s. Um, they created this word to sell a product. Uh, but medically, we now define cellulite. Now, this is where it gets a little t- a little. Uh, medical terminology. So cellulite is the herniation or breaking through of the subcutaneous fat within fibrous connective tissue and that then manifests topographically as skin dimpling and giving nodules often in the pelvic region, specifically the buttocks, lower limbs, and the abdomen. So what does that mean in lay terms? Um, This means it's basically inflammation of fat cells in the adipose or superficial layer of the dermis. Adipose means fat combined with scar tissue or hardening of the connective tissues, also known as fascia, which wrap the body together and hold everything together, and then plus water retention. So um, cellulite occurs most often in post-pubertescent females. That's females that have gone through puberty. And hormones are thought to be a determining factor of why females are more susceptible to this type of um, condition than males. Uh, So... uh, if we want to keep using the word cellulite, it's uh, again caused by a buildup of uh, fat under the, underneath the skin. Uh, we anatomically have fat under the skin as an insulator and a cushion and a fat reserve. So anatomically, it's perfectly natural to have fat under our skin. Um, it gives us helps gives us a little bit of contouring too. So uh, some females are more predisposed to it than others. So we think there may be some genetic causes. Um, Like I mentioned before, hormones are thought to also be uh, a cause. Estrogen is the main female hormone. So estrogen means females tend to have more fat than males. But where uh, they store it and the structure of the skin play major contributing factors to this. So in females, the skin and the underlying connective tissue is thinner and the fat layer is uh, actually thicker. In males, um, their skin or our skin is actually thicker and the underlying connective tissue is also thicker, but our fat layers are thinner. Uh, males- so, hmm? saying, Sorry to interrupt. That's right. um, true or false? Males have cellulite just like women. Well, technically that's false because cellulite doesn't exist, but the better way to phrase that is men have subcutaneous fat just like women, and that is true. However, the skin has a has a factor in how it appears or shows. Well, the the anatomical or the genetic structuring of it, yes. So some men can get this condition called cellulite. Usually, it occurs in men that are extremely obese. 
Okay. Uh, and that's, it's a rarity, but yes, men can get this, um, but it's more likely a female condition. Um, and, and that's part, uh, partly because how men and women, we store fat differently. Uh, men tend to hold more of their fat in their abdomen, or uh, females mm -hmm. store it more in their buttocks and thighs. And that's thought just due to the hunter-gatherer origins that we come from. And since females are doing uh, the development and birthing and nurturing of babies, um, that's where fat stores are tended to be needed for um, reproductive purposes as well as the breasts. Um, so the reason why cellulite is visible is because the underlying uh, musculature pushes, you can say, pushes the fat against the connective tissue or the fascia and the skin, and that causes the dimpling. When I was in college, um, our uh, professor had us take gauze and open up a gauze straw strip, mm -hmm. press mm -hmm. it down on pudding, and, and he said, now imagine that's the fat is the pudding or custard, and then the gauze is the fascia under the skin. And when you push it through, it starts to dimple or pimple up through the little squares inside the gauze. And then mm -hmm. if you put like sheet cloth over that and press them both down, you begin to see the cottage cheese dimpling effect. So that's all I it see. is. Okay. I does that make sense? Okay. It does. So another thing is tension that the body goes through when we move. Uh, for most of us, <laughs> or all of us, our abdomen is not composed of muscle, but for most of us, it's not in motion all the time. Whereas the hips and the thighs, um, we, people, as people, we use this uh, areas more to move around. This causes more tension, uh, and that will then cause a force, that force of moving uh, for the fat uh, to go through and out onto the surface. So because of just the areas of the body that are, we're using, that causes tension. Um, but that doesn't mean if you're a couch potato, you're not going to get cellulite. Because even the right. force of gravity pushing down on the body when you're in that you know, pose um, of lying down or sitting down can also create force too. Mm -hmm. um, so people have always asked me, well, how noticeable can it be? Well, of course, we always go back to genetics. So depend, that also depends on your genetics, uh, which can be as noticeable for young females as early as their 20s. Uh, body fat percentages is also a, um, a factor. The higher your body fat, the more likely you will have this condition if you are genetically predisposed to it. And of course, okay. age. We mentioned age. So age, which usually mm -hmm. has a direct correlation to the thickness of your skin, which also affects the appearance of this, and I say this in quotes, cellulite. Um, so, what does that mean? The skin. Does males have thicker skin than? Yes, women have thinner. So that's why when we do the aging process, if you just look mm -hmm. at how women's faces age and their deglete and neck age, different than men. How the back of women's arms age differently than men. Um, men, they say men get better with age. They seem to age better than women because mm -hmm. of the sagging and the uh, the collagen factors that and the hormonal factors of the two. Uh, women's because their skin is already thinner and less um, supported, if you will. Um, it mm -hmm. tends to give into gravity quicker and faster than men. Gotcha. Okay. And again, cool. so again, that's genetics. So, so that's one causes. There's some things I talk about, you know, with my clients, is like uh, some causes are genetics. Um, this is this, of course, there does seem to be a link between genetics. However, there have been uh, studies that have shown that if you modify lifestyle, of course, with anything, you can um, kind of tinker with those genetic predispositions. Um, also, um, the human body's lymphatic system. 
right. um, has something to do that. And if you don't know what the lymphatics do, <laughs> basically our lymphatic system, it serves as a drainage that helps uh, the body get rid of any uh, waste that may be in the, the blood or in, in the spaces between our tissues. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have specialized little biological filters located within the lymphatic network called lymph nodes. Uh, they can become bloated by unhealthy habits like bad diet, lack of exercise, because the lymphatic system, um, although it has uh, the vessels have little valves like our veins to help the fluid get uh, put where it needs to go, it relies heavily on movement. I don't know if you've ever really been kind of sick and you just kind of feel like weighted down and you're right. like, okay, that's it. I got to get up and move around. I can't lie around yeah. here anymore. That's your, that's your biofeedback telling you from your lymphatic system, I need some help here. I need to help flush all this stuff out. I need to get this waste through the body and into the kidneys and, you know, flushed out. So I need your help here. I need the muscles to start squeezing on these, these vessels to move this fluid through the body. So lymphatics help. That's why a lot of spa treatments really treat the lymphatic system to reduce the appearance of cellulite. That's what they're doing. Uh, they wrap you up in these big bandages to squeeze your limbs so it forces the fluid through those channels to get uh, processed through the body. And that's why after the treatment, which also involves sweating, a little bit of dehydration, you know, the appearance looks better for a few hours, a few days, and, and then if you go back to your old habits, of course, it comes right back. Gotcha. And, and aging, of course, we always have to throw aging in. Um, so people often think that getting older causes cellulite. Uh, doctors tend to agree. Uh, it's not necessarily age that's the problem. It's more that the effects of the mature skin, like cellulite, is more noticeable. Again, as we get older, we tend to get more dehydrated. Things seem to shrink back, and anything that's underlying is more noticeable. So it may lo sense. look worse because as the skin ages, again, it's losing elasticity, will, uh, of course, sag a little more. Um, mm. Toxins and, and diet are always a cause for a lot of things. So toxins technically do not cause cellulite. However, diet does play a role because of the in, uh, inflam inflammation process. So if you're eating a lot of mm -hmm. uh, foods that inflame your uh, body, like dairy or uh, soda, uh, they can worsen these conditions. Um, now, let me ask a question. Uh, if inflaming or inf inflammatory uh -huh. is, a, is a effect the cause is is, is, is you're allergic to it or it causes irritation, you don't digest it well, or what do you mean by, what cause from eating? Well, well D, all of the above. Scary. Yeah, yeah, D, okay. so inflammation is the body's response. It's, the, it's your immune, immune system's response to what it perceives as an invasion or something that doesn't belong there. So it hmm. tries to wall off an area and self-contain it so it can deal with it. And as we mentioned before in uh, some of the other podcasts, um, just because food is a healthy food does not mean it's healthy for you. Because you, right. if you can't digest something, it begins to rot and putrefy in your gut. And that then the body perceives, the immune system perceives that as an invading danger. So it feels it needs to wall it off to get it from getting into the rest of the body. So yes, like some people just can't digest dairy. You just can't. Some people can't don't handle all that sugar in you know, confectionery beverages like soda pop. Mm. Um, you just, that's why we talked about before, and I'll say again, you need to listen to your body. Food is fuel. If after you eat something, you don't feel energized, 
then you shouldn't be maybe taking that into your body. If you feel lethargic, if you feel gassy and bloated and weighed down by the food, then that food isn't working for you. You need to find food that it actually will fuel you, uh, fuel you like, you know, right. gasoline or, you know, petrol in a car. Um, so some other foods that can cause this are like cheese. Again, it's a dairy base uh, mm -hmm. because it's hot. Also because it's high in sodium. Uh, cheese can create water retention in the body, which leads to bloat and water weight gains. Bloat and water retention make cellulite more visible. Um, Makes sense. Deli meats not only can processed meats lead to a host of health problems, which we talked about in I, um, that podcast on nutrition. Right. But yep. they're, and that's partly because of their high sodium uh, count. Uh, again, that can make cellulite more noticeable through water retention and bloating. Believe it or not, barbecue sauce. I know it's a favorite sauce, but it's high, mm. it's ultra high in sugar, which can lead to weight gain and increase uh, the visibility of cellulite. Because uh, again, of the sugars, the body converts the sugar into a fat. You store the fat, that makes the cellulite yep. more visible. Um, in addition, mm -hmm. barbecue sauce can cause blood sugar levels to spike. That will release insulin, and insulin is a fat sparing yep. hormone. Okay, mm -hmm. um, pizza. I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not really, I never knew. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm kidding. Well, pizza can slow, <laughs> slow down the flow of oxygen and circulation, and then the connective tissues, again known as fascia, can start to weaken. As a result, the skin looks um, rippled. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How can pizza well, slow think, down the flow of oxygen? Think about what's in pizza. Cheese. We just cheese. talked about cheese, right? Um, yeah. Some type of sauce, right? Yeah. Um, some yeah. type of processed deli meat. So it's already got three strikes against maybe. it, Maybe. But usually well, most maybe I don't want meat on my pizza. All right, but then you still have cheese. the cheese, <laughs> and then you also have the yeast that's in the um the the, the dough. Yeast live All right. on sugars. Well, what so, if I were going for the protein though? I mean, there's protein in uh, yeah, pizza. I, I, yeah, I agree. But <laughs> if pizza is one of your mainstays, think about yeast yeah, need oxygen. So mm -hmm. yeast is going to live off of whatever. You, it's almost like a parasite in your gut. So it right, slows right. down the flow of oxygen because it needs oxygen to live. Interesting. So it, you have this this organism growing in your gut, living off of you. This Isn't is we that way. It sounds so bad. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> this, sorry. This is why a lot of times, you know, eating a lot of bread, and I'm I'm a bread, you know, I I the things I've done for bread, I love bread like sourdough. I love all that stuff, but too much of it. The, some of the stuff that's in the food is stays as a residue in your gut. And yeah. it, especially like yeast, it grows mm -hmm. and cultivates and becomes part of your internal flora and fauna. And yeah, it, you got to feed it. That's why people start to crave sugars when they try to get off sugars, especially if they're eating like breads and uh, food stuff that have yeast in it. The yeast want the sugar to live. So they'll send chemicals into the bloodstream, which go to the brain, which causes you to crave sugars to keep it alive. Collagen is a protein that um, is like a building block, a scaffolding of the body, and it plays a key role in the smoothing and plumping of our skin especially. And since hmm. sugar slows down collagen production, something that, that already slows down with age as we age anyways, it can mm -hmm. make you look a lot harder, make a look, the skin, the body skin look harder as opposed to having a smoother skin surface. So from soda to energy drinks, sugar is found in a host of beverages yeah. that can yeah. uh, lead to cellulite being more visible. So that's why I don't drink it. Soda should not be your beverage of choice. Um, well, real quick about carbonated water. That's, that's soda, right? Well, carbonated water, 
yeah. break down, right? In in body, right? It does not. Yeah. Anything that's carbonated is ultimately not really good for you. Um, that's because of the phosphates that are make the carbonation. They actually liberate calcium from your bones. Mm. Yeah. So carbonated beverages are not really your first choice. I yeah. uh, I personally don't like the the bubbles. I, I if anything, I would drink flat soda because yep. I don't like I the bubbles. I Except if it's in champagne. Moving on. So canned soup. Uh, these are also high in salt levels. So canned soup can increase water retention as well because of the sodium. Uh, right. Therefore causing bloating throughout the entire body. And then if you're already predisposed to cellulite, well then as a result, cellulite is more noticeable. Believe it or not, cottage cheese. I found this out. I thought that was interesting. Uh, much like canned soups, cottage cheese is also high in sodium, which can increase water retention and bloat. And right. as a result, certain areas might appear more rippled and cellulite-ridden. So I know a lot of people that are doing diets, they use cottage cheese as a supplement mm. for their diet. Mm. And maybe if you have a cellulite problem, maybe cottage cheese isn't um, a good food choice for that. And a lot of people are trying to get away from a lot of like butter. They think butter is a bad word. So they use margarine, which is not, which is right. not. Uh, mm -hmm. because it's because uh, margarine is rich in trans fat. Uh, margarine can stunt again, oxygen and circulation throughout the body. And as a result, it can lead to more visible uh, signs of cellulite. And then I already mentioned white breads, you know, like yep. especially those that are uh, bagels that are made from uh, white flour. So because the body likes to turn refined carbohydrates into sugars, known as glucose, uh, these foods can break down collagen production and therefore increase the overall appearance of cellulite. So that, those are just some food, some food um, choices that maybe aren't the best if you are suffering from this condition. Uh, of course, I recommend always talking to a dietitian to find out what food choices are better for you. But overall, in general, those foods have been found not to be so good for this condition. I'm going to actually add to that. Certainly, I mean, it's a soda, soda mm -hmm. canned soup, margarine, breads. Those are real high on anyone's list to stay from anyone. So. Yeah, yeah, those are not good food choices just in general, processed meats. But especially in this condition. Meats, right. and, and generally mm -hmm. someone who has cellulite, this condition of cellulite, they're also trying to lose body fat. So it's a double whammy. Um, the right. cellulite is the physical manifestation of the uh, an underlying maybe obese problem. So you're trying to fight this obesity while also trying to fight this condition. And then I've had clients that have gotten their fat body fat down, but because of the scarring, the cellulite appearance really doesn't go away. It just diminishes. And this is when moisturizers right. and certain spa treatments, then they can come into play to help the skin become supple and uh, look smoother again at this point. So yeah, I'm not good, saying, yeah, good. A good point. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing these spa treatments. Don't forget, I'm a massage therapist. I've worked in the spa industry for way too long. And mm -hmm. a lot of it is hokum. A lot of it is dubious. Um, they're there to sell products and you, they, they charge you way too much money. But in certain conditions, certain mm -hmm. instances in whatever phase you are in your weight, your fat weight reduction, they can play a role to help the process, but usually at the end of it, not at the beginning of it. Um, that, that's what a point I wanted to make is um, and it frustrates me too, especially even with, um, I go out on a tangent here for about 30 seconds. Okay. I'll start um, timing you and go. So it's not just spas, it's just health and fitness, wellness in general. People don't try to work on the, 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 uh, the source of the problem causing this condition. It's always trying to map and, what I'm trying to say is what's causing cellulite. You work on that, then you can go to the spa and really 
it's like icing on the cake. You know, it yeah. shouldn't mask the problem. Yeah, you have to you have to you have to look at the underlying causes, and then right. you can deal with the after effects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that kind of brings us into how to get rid of cellulite, and I say that in quotes. Um, so without getting into all the uh, long-winded um, response, so in short, the answer is there is no cure for cellulite, right. according to most uh, physicians. Uh, dermatologists say that while individuals, um, the dimpling may disappear. Again, if you're predisposed to cellulite, your body will just do more of it because it's just mm -hmm. how your the meshing of your sub, uh, subcutaneous uh, fascia is put together and the, and the fat, the relationship, how it's put together. Um, so true or false, less fat, less dimpling. Correct. And therefore, this is where like exercise and right. dealing with your lymphatic system come into play. So people often think that they can just exercise away the dimples, but that's far from the truth for most people that have mm -hmm. said, well, then exercise doesn't work for me. But however, regular cardiovascular and strength training with toning your musculature uh, will mm -hmm. help decrease the appearance of your cellulite. Um, highly stressful lifestyles will increase adrenaline and noradrenaline. These are hormones which are part of your fight or flight response. And they've been associated with uh, showing uh, cellulite uh, more predominantly. And that's probably because um, they, uh, they can also exacerbate inflammation. Right. Um, and then that's kind of like how exer exercise plays a role in this. It, it's a minor role. Overall, exercise is just good for the body. And all it can do is make the body look healthier, give you a better glow, a better shine, a more supple curvature to your body overall. Um, but again, it, it seems to come back to the lymphatics again. So this is where, uh, as a massage therapist, I'm going to kind of put a plug in there. So doing deep mm -hmm. tissue massage or using like a body scrub to stimulate uh, mm -hmm. your lymphatic vessels will increase mm -hmm. blood flow. Uh, so, you know, it, it, if you've ever had a body scrub, it's very of, of viscerate, right. Not very, yep. right? And it uses oh, seaweed, you're right. You're right. algae, olive oil. Um, all this will stimulate lymphatic drainage because it's uh, uh, like you're doing a, a scrub. You know, you're rubbing the skin very, very uh, rough. You're yep. kind of whipping it up, right? So it yep. needs to yep. be done regularly to see a change coupled with a clean diet, again. So it's not just these spa treatments. And caffeine... Yeah. Caffeine and retinol-based mm -hmm. topicals can stimulate the production of collagen and even another protein called elastin. So collagen gives your skin the tensile strength and elastin allows it to move. So if you ever like took your forearm and tugged on it, you'll notice that the skin moves, but it, you can't rip it off your flesh. Yep. And that's because the collagen holds it in place and the elastin gives it that little bit of give. Um, so caffeine, believe it or not, and like I said, those retinal-based topicals have been shown to help with that. So again, spa treatments have their place, uh, but always kind of look at what is the product, what's in the product, what's the outcome, and how many times do you have to do it? One thing never caught, one massage never solved any problem. One spa treatment is not going to solve this condition. So a lot of people then result to uh, what's called cosmetic surgery or lipo or liposuction. Um, it can actually make the cellulite worse. Because you go in there and uh, when they go in there with that little tube, they go in there and disturb all the fascia. And that can even break down the fascia, the collagen, elastic right. fibers even worse. Mm -hmm. um, so there's been two treatments uh, which have shown some optimal results. One is called uh, Vila Shape. And this is a short-term treatment that uses infrared laser, radio frequency, and vacuum suction to pull in the skin and thicken the tissue, making the cellulite less visible. 
Huh. As a result, um, as, uh, will fade after you stop treatments, of course. This option is only recommended for special occasions like a beach honeymoon or preparation for swim suit season. Wow. You're going to put it above <laughs> your bed. Um, and the other one is called yeah. Safina. Um, is a, it's a, a better long-term uh, option. Uh, to create dimple-free skin. It can last two or more years, actually. Um, wow. It's the longest FDA clearance for a cellulite treatment, and it works by changing the underlying structure that causes cellulite by breaking the fibrous tissue bands pulling on the skin, that scar tissue. It breaks up the scar tissue. Uh, the groundbreaking treatment uh, won actually a Good Housekeeping Beauty Breakthrough Award. Of course, everyone knows about that, like the Oscars. Uh, with the females, right. <laughs> with females in the clinical study, they reported 96% satisfaction after two years, and there was no evidence of the cellulite returning. Uh, pain was reported to be moderate, consistent with other cosmetic procedures, um, and that was done by there was a, a it's called Beauty Lab. They did uh, the analysis, and that's what they found. So if a person is considering a treatment, um, I would always say and advise them to talk to a board-certified dermatologist or cosmetic surgeon uh, just to learn more and be, be a, make an informed decision for you. A person with this condition obviously has probably some type of sluggish lymphatic system. And if exercise isn't doing that, they're, they're moving, they're doing what they can, they're watching their diet, they're, they're, take, they're, they're uh, shying away from inflammatory foods for them, and they're, and mm. they're working and they're working and, and they still are missing, like, what am I not doing? Try massage. Try some spa treatments and coupling with it and you may get better results. And yes, men well, can get it too. Yep. That's just mm -hmm. how the body is designed to stay because fat is precious. Fat is like the lottery money. It, you know, yep. the way the body looks at it is that this is something that doesn't come around a lot. We've got to store that and put that away and really never use it. But if you have fat coming in, you can take fat out. So it's just the, it's a, the amount of fat that comes in versus the amount of fat that goes out. The body sometimes doesn't check that as well. Yeah. Our bodies are our digestion needs movement. I just talked about your lymphatic system needs movement. Mm -hmm. Your circulatory, mm -hmm. our entire body is built where movement is a component of our daily lives. It helps us circulate our blood. It helps us remove waste. It helps us digest food. It helps with everything in the body. The body is not meant to sit. I just sit and be like a job of the hut. The body will actually corrode and rust and break down if it's if it's sedentary too long. Um, cellulite can just be the, the uh, visible outward appearance of something under uh, underlying that could not be so healthy for you. Not always, but it can be mm -hmm. your body showing you, look, we've got too much of this. We got to do something. So right. take it as a, a visible sign that maybe you need to readjust your diet, readjust your movement patterns, and take it as a nice little warning from your body going, look, something's going yeah. on here. Help me out here. And who we are as humans and what those roles play in our life. And again, cellulite, although it is a genetic propensity, you know, it could mm -hmm. be, again, like a visual warning or a little yellow flag that your body is sending up to you about your food choices and your movement choices. So look at right. it as that, less than a beauty thing, like, oh, my God, I'm not desirable. Don't look at it that way. Look at it as, like, what is my body trying to tell me here? Right. And then try Good to point. make healthier choices based on that. Yeah, well said. said. Okay. Well, that was very uh, educational as always. And, you know, it really is um, what we do, what we try to convey to our listeners is, it, it really has a lot to do with, with your eating and your lifestyle, period. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. mean, that, I mean, that's like, like 
Um, choices, people. Choices. All right. Well, enough said. <laughs> enough said. With that, we are out of time. And this concludes our podcast with Coach Bill and Coach Eston. But tune in to our next podcast. We'll be discussing why men get low testosterone as they age and how you can try to reverse that. Mm-hmm. Until then, be healthy, be strong, be a life warrior. And be well. The opinions and topics expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily support the opinions and views of the wellness community. We would love to hear your thoughts, so click on the message button and give us your constructive feedback. Thank you for listening and make a positive difference today.